Only God can judge my saved TikToks. Just walked face first into the glass door and out to my weekend TGIF. Is there cilantro essential oils? Because I'd rub that all over me. Do sympathetic nose pickers exist? Parents please weigh in. I need the 7-Eleven employees to see me without slippers on and food in my teeth. Welcome to Tweet Victory with your hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am intentionally like slowing down the way I do that intro because I listen back to the show and I realize I'm hard to understand when I do the beginning <laughs> because the... Uh, when we do stuff where it's this, I say the same thing every week. You just, I kind of just do it like robotically, and then I speed it up and speed it up. So, uh-huh. um, so I'm trying to slow that down. You Look know? at you perfecting your craft on Tweet Victory. <laughs> that's, right. that's right, working on my craft. Yeah, that is. That's right. Uh, we're a far away from perfecting it. Um, I have set the timer for five minutes. Um, should we jump right into the tweet of the week? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so. Uh, tweet of the week. This comes from, uh, well, it's always hard to know, like today, technically it was yesterday for me, but today for you. Yes. Today for for our, yeah. For our listeners, if you're listening on the day, this drops, it was yesterday for you today for, (laughs) oh, yesterday for Annie today for most of us, presuming we're in the West. Um, so very, very confusing how all of this works. (laughs) Um, uh, the tweet says, do you think Giuliani, Newt and Pelosi ever get together and scare each other? I just love the, the visual of the three people in a room. doesn't even need to be those three people, but just like a perpetual scare fest. Like they just keep looking at each other and screaming. I just like, love that idea. Um, they're also like the three of them are just kind of scary in their own ways. Like politics aside, just like Pelosi has some like scary British headmaster vibes, you know, like mm-hmm. you don't want to cross her. She's always like carrying a stick or like a ruler and intimidating. And then, and then I think like Giuliani is kind of like a pigeon where it's like, you're like unpredictable. Like you don't know the direction they're going to fly and it will likely be at you. And it's <laughs> quite frightening. <laughs> Um, and then I don't know about Newt. Newt just, he's just, I mean, like politics aside, he's scary, but I can't really put my finger on it. Yeah. Now the problem with this triumvirate is that the scare wouldn't exactly be a circle. I don't think <laughs> if we're, if we're looking at sort of political alignment. Um, but you know what? We have a show on this podcast that talks about politics. So we don't want to, we want to stay in our lane. Oh right? yeah. I mean, you if know? they want to pick up this tweet and really like dissect it and yes. like, Top 10 scariest politicians of all time. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I would love that. That would be amazing. And to have like different reasons for why they're scary, like not even like a partisan thing, but just like. (laughs) Yeah, it could be like ideologically scary. It could be a weird haircut, you know, anything. You know, it runs, it runs the whole spectrum. Maybe they'll do that sometime for like a end of year pot or something. That's right. I, I, I we, we await that. We have thrown down the challenge to you. 10 scariest politicians of all time. But you know what? Sam, speaking of our friends over at EST, I think you mentioned that you got some fan mail. 
Yeah. And it, it actually, this involves scaring a little bit too. So um, I got an email from one of our most loyal listeners, friend of the show, um, uh, not uncommon guest of the show. Uh, this is at Dr. Chris Moore, I think is his, uh, his Twitter handle. I hope I got that right. Mm-hmm. Just doing that off the dome. Uh, and so there's an email conversation here. So at first he says, uh, I am listening to tweet victory from April 15th. Are you guys okay? Was this a medical issue? I'm worried about you. Now I have to say, Chris Moore is a dear friend of ours. I very often get emails from Chris saying, I am worried about you. Um, or, or like, are you okay? I get a lot of those. Um, I think I must give off a vibe of like not being okay a lot. So, so, if, it, if this was just about that episode, I would think one way, but like, I feel like he has genuine concern for my well-being. So, Aww. so I wrote him, so I wrote him back, you know, to just say like, I didn't explain it, but I said like, did you get to the end of the episode? And then I said, you know, like the very, very end of the episode, because we have a, our little uh, hidden track in that episode. Uh, and he says, he wrote back to say, oh, I did. And I said, are you still worried about us? Um, and then here, here's the message I actually want to read because I want us to dissect this message. Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> because we can read this if we want as him being very sarcastic uh, yes. and, and upset at us, or we can read this uh, as him complimenting us. And also, uh, you know what? I think it's important that we, we read it because we don't really get fan mail ever. That's right. That's right. And oh. this Annie, this is about us perfecting our craft, which is where you started this episode, right? All right. So he comes in hot on this uh, at the beginning of this. Uh, So here's his opening line in this uh, this email. Uh, He says... Here's the thing, Andy Kaufman. So, so right off the bat, like that could be deeply sarcastic. Like, you know, you guys think you're like, ooh, bending reality so artsy or or... It is a compliment because you know what? I love Andy Kaufman. I think Andy Kaufman's fascinating. He's very strange, but very, very fascinating as a comedian. So I'm trying. So, so, so just, just because you haven't heard this message yet. Do you think, uh, do you read this already as like, he is insulting us sarcastically or he is praising us? You know what? Knowing you and him, I feel like that could be a compliment because you both, I think, no, like you, like you. Okay. So for me, for me, I understand that Andy Kaufman was like revolutionary in the comedy world. I understand that like he is one of the greats because he was, he pushed things beyond what people wanted. Right. Yeah, I will say for listeners who aren't, aren't familiar with the work of Andy Kaufman, I would sum up his comedy with the sentence that like, he is an artist whose medium is reality hmm. and like what is and isn't real. And that's, that is the gra- playground he played in. Yes. And like, also, if you haven't watched Jim and Andy, the documentary, definitely watch that. It's amazing. Um, have you seen it, Sam? I have. Yes. Okay, good. Um, anyway, so now we're getting in the weeds, but okay. So I, I personally watch Andy Kaufman stuff. I watched Jim, Jim Carrey doing Andy Kaufman in that movie. And it's so, it makes me so angry, which I know is the point of that comedy, but like it, it makes me so mad that I would take it as an insult if I didn't know you two. 
You okay, know what I'm let, let, let's let's begin then by t- let's choose to take that as an insult, because it actually is great to read sarcastically. Like, here's the thing, Andy Kaufman. Like, I like that. OK, we're going to go with that. He says, uh, I am a faithful listener. So he's already laying out like, OK, I'm going to insult you, but you got to remember I'm a friend here. Right. This is OK. Um, yeah. Uh, but I'm almost always multitasking. Yes, dishwashing, but also working out or perfunctory emails, etc. So he's a faithful listener, but he's also a distracted listener. Mm. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair um, enough. So Fair yeah, enough. yeah. But th- you know what? <laughs> this is not worth your undivided attention. Let's be clear, right? Nothing. <laughs> if you grab have... like every fifth word, that's a victory for me. Yeah, yeah. Nothing we have said in these 151 episodes deserves your undivided attention. So I will concede the point on mm. that. Uh, he says, um, so I chalked up the first few sentences. Now, again, this is our Mad Libs episode. I chalked up the first few sentences to me mishearing you. <clears throat> I then thought uh, the next few sentences were you mispronouncing words. Usually <laughs> Which wouldn't be the first t- time. Well, wouldn't okay. be the first time. True. And as I listen back, there are some mispronunciations later in the episode. Also, like. If I wanted to read that as a dig, I could. It's like, yeah, that's that's probably the li- most likely thing is you don't know how to pronounce words in the English language. If I wanted to read that uncharitably, you know, maybe he's taken another dig at me. So, like, you know, he's just like landing body blows right now. If I want to read it that way. And you know what? I, I love Chris Moore and Chris Moore is one of my great friends. And I genuinely think Chris, Chris Moore loves me as well. Uh, and you. Uh, but I like to for, for the sake of the bit. I'm going to read this as, you know, he's, he's taken as many digs as possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then he says sentences four through six. I thought you were having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what were sentences four through six? Do you remember? I don't think it's the specific sentences, but it's just the uh, like. um, It doesn't make sense. It's just not, there's no, there's no logic. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. He says, that's legit what it sounds like. Sentence seven onward. I got the Mad Lib shtick. He says, seriously, though, there's a thing your brain does where something is 80% semantically clear and 20% nonsense when you try to make meaning of it. That's what was happening to me. Okay. So, you know, so he's, he's trying to explain it again. This all comes from deep concern. Um, but then here's how he, there's how, here's how he ends it. Uh, and I want you to interpret this because I I, I, I I have a read on this, but I want you to interpret this. This okay. is his closing line. Okay. Is it art? Sure. Was it disconcerting to listen to without a setup? Definitely. What's your takeaway from that? Oh. I hope you come up with the same one I did. My takeaway is. I think it's very generous of anyone to place art on on tweet victory so I'm exactly just- you got it you got it he just said what we did is art we're artists <laughs> so so the whole thing turns around even if i wanted to read that uncharitably the whole way through he asked what is my favorite question to ask especially in weird situations is to turn to somebody and just say but is it art <laughs> and he asked that question but he doesn't just ask it he immediately answers it in the affirmative annie we always wondered what Tweet Victory was. From the very beginning of our first episode, we asked, what are we doing here? Chris Moore, Dr. Chris Moore, has answered the question, what we are doing is making art. We're artists. We are yeah. artists. Yeah, yeah. Podcast artist. Podcast well, artist. You know what? We're just artists. Just like, artists. We, we work in many media, you know, like, yeah. You know, 
I also think my other read. So, so, so you cut me off. You cut me off because there was a big butt coming. Oh, okay. And, okay. And the big butt is uh, if, if, Dr. Chris Moore at Dr. Chris Moore is saying that, you know, like it, it could cause mental stress for the listeners. Are we now <laughs> is our art? I mean, look, art is art is not about comfort, right? Exactly. I mean, like art is art is meant to make you feel uncomfortable in, in mm-hmm. some ways. Right. Or like to make you think, to make you wonder or or to, to create discomfort mm-hmm. and tension. But <laughs> did we, because our art is not high art um, and is just our Well, that's debatable. Art, that's okay. debatable. <laughs> did we just cause like a lot of mental strain for like listeners yeah, without you know- much of a, of a, uh, without, without providing a way out? You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. No. And, and, and one of the mantras we use teaching here at Bethel is this idea of challenge and support, you know, challenging students, challenging our listeners is sometimes about unsettling them, but we are irresponsible if we do not also then come alongside them and support them mm-hmm. as they're working through, you know, their life being shaken up in that way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, so, so my response to Chris Moore. Uh, to this email was podcast apology forthcoming. And Annie, we have just created or or are beginning to create that podcast apology. I I think, I think, you know, our next 150 episodes are going to be about us, not about us apologizing. It's not like we're going to get on every week and say, we're very, 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 very sorry. Although it would be fun to do an episode that was only an apology. Um, I I like that idea, but I think instead, you know, we, we want to, um, apologize to our listeners by continuing to create, to use your words, high art. I wish they could see the visual because a cat just walked into frame um, to, you know, we're going to continue to create the high art that you promised them in that, uh, in your previous sentence. Um, But we're going to do it responsibly. We're going to do it uh, in a way that both challenges and supports them that makes, gives them discomfort, but also helps them process that discomfort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're perfecting our crafts. Uh, and so maybe moving away uh, from just challenging with no support, <laughs> challenging without support. Except sometimes we might do that. Sometimes it might just be support because quite frankly, you and I probably need some support as we go through True. life. A, a lot of, the, in fact, a lot of this show is about that. You're explaining to me what TikTok is, you know, that's, <laughs> that is, these are kinds of supports. Um uh, and, you know, so, so, so this show will continue to be a mix of that. But one thing we can never, ever deny mm. is that this show is art. Yes. They can't yes. take that away from us. They can't for, for the rest of time. I will, that will be, I mean, like I, I, maybe that wasn't the one word that Dr. Chris Moore wanted us to, to cling to, but I'm gonna. Hey, that's on him. You know, like, like, like we are just sticking to the text. The text says, is it art? Sure. Look, uh, some weeks, some weeks we're going to come out and feel really good with our episodes. We're going to come out and feel like maybe we changed someone. We changed hearts and minds. And some weeks it's going to be like Pelosi and Newt and Giuliani in a room scaring each other. And there's no support. It's just challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I And so so to close this show, I want to thank 
at Dr. Chris Moore for this email. It, 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 truly, he is he is probably our biggest ally in podcasting, our biggest ally in Tweet Victory. Um, and he is the person that puts the art in established parody artists. Oh, Andy, that is all the time that we have for this week. This was a very strange episode on a very strange morning. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you can hear my voice, you should be following at Andy underscore Berglund at twitter.com. You should be subscribing. I'm going to slow down and pronounce these things. You should be subscribing to the channel 3900 podcast network. You can Lower. email us. Lower. <laughs> Slower. Okay. Lower. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I got to have some energy, though. I'm not a robot. Nope, nope. Um, you can uh, email us at channel3900 at gmail.com. Slower. <laughs> you know what's funny is I can't think slow like that. Like if you when you say slower, it's like, OK, now I don't know what I'm saying. I don't think the sentences work in my head if I can't if I can't mash them together rapidly. So you should subscribe to the channel 3900 podcast network on any of the podcast platforms that you prefer. It's basically available anywhere. You should follow at Annie underscore Berglund at twitter.com. I was going to say a wonderful website. I don't think it's a wonderful website, but it, but, but it is a wonderful this is really hard. It is a wonderful Twitter feed. I cannot Sam talk slowly. Really loves Twitter. I don't think you have to talk slowly. I think I have to talk slowly. Okay. okay. Uh, so, so that is all the time that we have, but we will be back next week with another episode of tweet victory challenge. Not support follow us at, at annie underscore berglund and or at cwc radio 